back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your host, the Sasquatch. Uh, and with me today is... Oh, shoot. What were we talking about earlier? I said I was going to introduce you that way. A oh, scholar the, and a gentleman. Yeah. The scholar and a gentleman and a helicopter pilot <laughs> and an Alaskan. <laughs> all of which are all unrelated. <laughs> the Yuka man. <laughs> You really are a scholar and a gentleman, though. Uh, unlike Yeti, who we call the man, the myth, the legend, that, that we all just hyping up his, you know, ego, you know. But for you, you really are a scholar and a gentleman. So. Much too kind. Much too kind. <laughs> Please forgive me. Uh, for this podcast, I've got sinus drainage. So you may hear my throat crack like I'm going through puberty. Or, <laughs> or even worse, I might just do a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> you might hear me get off the, the you just like, off in the background. Uh, let me talk. Is that a Yeti? <laughs> a Sasquatch? Is that a big foot better? <laughs> oh, anyways. So we have an interesting conversation. We're sitting here to, uh, coming up with our, our game plan, and you Man comes up with a great podcast uh, thing. Basically, the Jesus thing to do. Now, obviously, to me, the the very first thing when I saw it, my my thought was, uh, what would Jesus do, right? The the wristbands, the old and all WWJD, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which, well, I think like yeah, it's a dangerous thought because of like how cliche that is, and like how like there's already like a preconceived notion with like oh, like it's too much of a catchphrase, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think like the root message behind it could be no, could no, be something no, to dive into. The, <clears throat> the uh, sentiment behind it yeah, is good. is a good sentiment. Um, but there again, uh, when you start to merchandise and put it on T-shirts and everything else, it, it can get carried away. But the truth is we we have to have what we push on this podcast as a biblical worldview. Which says that we are to be like Christ. Uh, Paul says to be like, to follow me because I'm, I follow Christ. Um, uh, the, the ancient world, the way we got the name Christian is because they were referred to, referring to us as um, little Christ. And so we want to have the reputation of being little Christ. We want to be like Jesus a big pro, a big part of the WWJD is everybody made that slogan, but nobody was interested in finding out what Jesus would have done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, there was a time and a place where Jesus, you know, said, uh, "You're not allowed to dishonor my father's house in this manner," and flipped over some tables and ran men out with a whip. Most Christians today would go, well, that's not very Christ-like, except for he did it. Mm-hmm. Right? We have the example of him doing that. But most Christians today would be like, well, that's, that's, well, you know, that was Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it made him, it infuriated him, um, for people to abuse what was righteous and turn it into something unrighteous. 
Now you think a part of that's like him being a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God, where there's a, a little bit of that human nature and tendency and frustration. No, and no, no, no. Well. I, I see what you're saying, but and maybe I'm wrong in this. Okay, because that's an interesting thought. Um, but in my mind, if we were to say that, we would imply a sinful nature. Right, right, and that's obviously. Right. And, Not and where I want know, to go with that. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, I know you you don't think that he was sinful. I know that, but I, I'm I'm processing that thought process because I I was sitting there. I'm like, is that that's a good point? And and that's my that's I, I would I would in my mind I would say you know um, at least in the way that people take it. Um, but God Himself gets mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's true. God yeah. Himself gets mad when he, when he, when Israel um, Moses is meeting with with God the to get the law and while he's doing that Aaron's down there you know get, gathering everybody's gold to melt it down to make a, an idol right and God says I'll kill them all mm-hmm. and Moses says please don't please, please don't, don't. <laughs> yep. um, and so you see that Sodom and Gomorrah yeah you know um, Lot yeah. if there's if there are I forget the numbers but if there's 20 people if there's 10 people you know that kind of a thing um, and, yeah, man, I thought that story was one of the coolest ones in the Old Testament. Yeah. I was just like thinking about the other day what we were talking about with the uh, uh, Sea of Galilee as he's going across with the disciples after teaching and preaching for all those yeah. days and going out there through the stormy weather and all the experienced fishermen are like freaking yeah. out and like, hey, God, we need your help. And he's like, stop. Like, this is ridiculous. Have faith in me. I'm yeah. sitting here trying to sleep and we're going over here to catch a break. Like, I, I can picture a lot of a so, lot of that so wearing I, down on the man side of him, you know. So I can see the um, the actual flipping of the table, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the creating of a whip, um, because that would have been all right. He's limited to the fleshly realm in that sense, and so um, even if he, I'm not saying that he could not have done something because he did that all the time. He, he produced miracles all the time. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, he chose not to, right? He, he, he put a governor on his own self. He didn't, he, he wasn't someone else governing him. He, he, and when I say govern, I, I'm thinking of, um, like on NASCAR, right? Yeah. Where you put yeah. Govern, um, that, that a governor on something that limits the amount of what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, um, small engines usually have a governor of some sort on them, uh, and, and so that's what I'm thinking of. You know, he had something um, that, that instead of raining hell down onto the temple, which is something he could have done as God, mm. instead flipped the table and chased. Him and, and, yeah. and that's mercy too, right? Mm. Because, like I said, he could have he could have just. Yeah, it's definitely like a self control and like scale of force kind of thing. Yeah. And so he's 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 making his point, he's getting it out there. But yet he's showing mercy because he could he could have dropped everyone dead if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean you think about it, he they talk about the soldiers that came and got him and he, when he spoke they fell back. Oh yeah. I mean I mean, think about it, a bunch of uh let's not give him too much credit, but but I was gonna say a bunch of uh you know, special forces guys and Jesus, but, 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 but 
town cops or something. I like, yeah, you know? I, I mean, I picture like uh, you know the scenes where you see like Superman in handcuffs and the policemen are walking him in. He's yeah, like, okay, yeah, 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 I guess I'll play under arrest. You know, that's that's yeah, how I picture yeah, this. Yeah. That is that is a good example. That is a good picture to have of of uh, even even Christ's death. I know I know we're going off topic a little bit, but even Christ's death <laughs> we, we because went down a good good rabbit hole here. Yeah, because because here's Christ bound, beaten, and he's he's allowing it. Like he he tells uh, Pilate, I, I don't I don't you're not taking anything from me. I, I lay it down freely. Mm-hmm. And like he said, Jesus. I mean, uh, Superman walking through the hallway. And there comes a point where where he's in a room or something, right? It, it's been so long since I watched the movie, but there's a scene where like he's in a room. And he just like casually just pulls his hands apart, and the, the handcuffs just yeah, break just like shatter, like never like Play-Doh or something, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and that's Christ. That's Christ. I mean, he he could have sent a legion of angels if he wanted to, um, but he took the sacrifice. Now, I that, say, yeah, it defeats the purpose that he was trying to fulfill for God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I think the the actual method in which he operated was very much because of the the hundred percent man. Uh but the the anger was because of the God. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Um and then so the anger stayed the same, but the mode of expressing that anger may have changed. The is that is that clear? I think so. I yeah. say things sometimes as I'm thinking about them and I'm going, is that clear to somebody other than me or am I am I being just <laughs> Millie mouthed. No, I I think so. Okay, you know, and that that does go back to what we're talking about being being uh, thinking like Christ. Everything Christ did was to serve others. So when these men are defiling the temple, he's serving God first of all and foremost, but he's also preventing these men from furthering defiling the temple at least for that day mm-hmm. um and he's he's letting them know that this is this is wrong um you know he's healing all the time we're we, we just we're um walking through matthew and he just he gets done with the sermon on the mount and he, you know he starts healing people there's nine examples of him healing people i'm trying to remember if we just wrapped up the last healing or the 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 sermon coming up is we've had a couple sermons in between that we took because of Christmas that little break but um and so uh you know but he's healing people and he's 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 serving people and one thing that I've noticed is when Jesus heals people as a service to them they start serving back mm-hmm. they start serving back and and I think that's the mindset that, especially as Americans, we miss. I would think of like the embodiment of service leader or servant leadership is yeah. is Christ, yeah. and that's something that like a lot of people you see across all kinds of fields with motivational speakers yeah. or business leaders, Fortune five hundred yeah. CEOs. Jocko Willington talks about that stuff yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, but like military and, especially too. We talk yeah. about a lot of like the servant leadership mentality is like the goal. You know, you shouldn't be in here for yourself and now you have Marines or, you know, Christians or uh natural gas plant employees under you. Like 
as a leader, they're like, yeah, you have power, but with that power comes responsibility, right? Yeah. Thanks, Spider-Man. <laughs> but, you know, with it, it all comes together, right? Thanks, and, uh, you know, you you have to serve as, as well as, like, lead. And that, yeah. that kind of goes hand yeah. in hand. And I think, like, Christ showed us so much more than just how to be a good follower, but also how to be a le- good leader, you know? Yeah, I don't know if, where we were going with that. No, but. no, no. I mean, we're just we're we're basically just talking about when we're we're talking about having that Jesus mindset of what what would Jesus do or mm-hmm. or doing what Jesus would do. And I think the big E on the I chart is bringing glory to God. Part of bringing glory to God is, excuse me, is, um, serving others. It's love God. Yep. Love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. At our church, we we say this all the time: love is an action word. It's not a it's not a it's not a passive feeling. Love is not something you you necessarily feel, although you can. It is something you do. And so, if I love you, the you command, I you know. Um, oh, well, here's a good example. This morning, hey. I'm at Hardy's. Uh, can I get you anything? And and you know I'm like, yeah, I'm running late. That'd be great. You know, and so you bought me breakfast this morning. Why? Not because uh, you're like, I'm assuming, uh, not because you feel some kind of great guilt if you didn't buy me anything well, or something. Well, it is partly because you've only bought me breakfast like last three times we did this. Well, <laughs> you know, it, the idea is I, I won't. I want to. I won't. You know, you you are my friend. You are my my church member. You are my uh, brother in Christ, and so I want to do want to get good you things for yeah. you, right? Um, your your spouse. You won't. You should. Some, some of you <laughs> might not. You should. But but you want to. It was just Christmas, right? I wanted to buy my wife nice things. We wanted to buy our kids nice things, things they would appreciate. We tend to go um, uh, not buy a whole lot of gifts, but try to buy m- nice meaningful, gifts, right? Yeah. I don't even know if meaningful. Like, we bought our kids, like, uh, each of them got their own uh, Switch remote. Oh, nice. Right? So, uh, one is Princess Peach, one's, like, Mario 3 Mario, one is Pikachu. Um, and they all, they all, you know, they're our kids, so we know what they like. But... Um, so they got their own customer. Now I want one because their controllers are way bigger than the, the ones that I have. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> I bought a I bought a controller thinking, but no, it's 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 small. And uh I've got great big old clumsy hands and <laughs> a big controller would be nice. Uh so that my kids don't beat me at Mario Kart. And uh, but you know I want to do these nice things. Scripture says, "Would a father, if a child asks for um, uh, um, uh, is it is it bread or an egg? He wouldn't give him a snake, would he? Mm. You know, other words, if if your kid comes ask you for food, you're not going to give him something that's going to harm him, mm-hmm. right? And and we being evil, if we understand that, how much more does God understand that? And so when you become saved, it's a great point. Yeah, you want to you want to be, and you're going to develop this, right? This is this usually isn't something that comes right off the bat, but God changes your heart, 
and and you start catching how selfish you truly are. Um, how selfish, like like, it doesn't take much. Uh, here again, Christmas, and somebody, one of your family members, says something or does something, and you're like, I can't believe them, and you're not cutting them, uh, gr- um, any kind of slack. Uh, which of you? Oh, fish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Luke so, eleven eleven, I guess. Uh, which of your father? Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? What am I thinking of? Eggs or bread? I'm thinking of breakfast. Because we just had breakfast. <laughs> I'm thinking of biscuits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, how many? How many of uh, a, a fish? <laughs> My kids aren't asking for fish. Pizza. That's for pizza. I'm trying to think, like, does the Bible bring up sausage biscuits anywhere? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> the Jews weren't eating sausage. I promise you that. <laughs> no, we thank God not. for the new covenant, <laughs> <laughs> not just for salvation, but for sausage and, and, ba- bacon. and bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, there's some. Uh, oh, what is it called? The Hebrew roots movement. People are going. unclean unclean um i got well anyways so you know people people behave in a way that that irritates you right Mm -hmm. and maybe it should irritate you to a certain extent but how many of us react in a way that is going to bring glory to god right how many people talk about god and we're we we would not take up for him but when when they do or say something ugly about us, you know, it's like, all right, the gloves are off. Um, that's one thing that I've noticed in Scripture. It doesn't clearly say this anywhere, but we see it through example. If somebody insults you, you're to turn the other cheek. If somebody mm-hmm. slap you, you to turn the other cheek. If somebody threatens you, you turn the other cheek. Um, if somebody's your enemy you should pray for them. Mm-hmm. You should love them. You should um, try to uh, make their life as easy as possible. And that sounds crazy, but it's true. And there again, we go back to the military. I've read Jocko's book, Extreme Leadership or Ownership. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I wanted to go through his book and like, start putting chapter and verse of the Bible to what he was saying. Like even as a, I'm, I don't know how much of a Christian background he has. I don't know if he has any at all. Um, he seems like a good guy in that sense. Um, you know, he, I've heard him curse, but he's not like, he's not like if, like if I listen to Joe Rogan, you know what I'm saying? There's a <laughs> mm-hmm. huge difference between mm-hmm. listening to Joe Rogan and, and, and Jocko. Um, but a lot of the principles in which he's drawing from are principles that are in Scripture, and so like I, I'm I'm over there wanting to uh, put chapter and verse with him. But the the stuff that he had talked about was, uh, you know, if you work for a guy, you should try to make that guy look good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, but this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. That that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's a that's honestly a, a biblical way of looking at how to treat your neighbor. Right. It's a pretty selfless ideology to yeah to behold. Yeah. Yeah. Now that being said, um, if somebody were to walk in this room right now 
and snatch you up by the collar, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go through both of us. <laughs> I don't I don't think you I don't I I don't think they'd be able to handle you by yourself right easily. But um, I'd like to hope not. With both of us, I know they're gonna have a fit. I know I'm trying to imagine somebody coming in and snatching you up by the collar, and I'm like, I can't. I don't know if that person fit through the door. Like like. I'd be just looking at you to my I'm turning another cheek. <laughs> could you show could you show show me some love here and just, <laughs> you know, take this guy out real quick because mm. this hurts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny that you mentioned it though earlier when you were talking about the military and uh you know seeing things that frustrate you um, and being frustrated by that, but trying to react in a biblical way, yeah, brings up two examples. I was thinking, like the other, uh, the other day, whenever it was, I saw a. It was either like a TikTok or YouTube short, Facebook short, one of those little shorts that you get sucked into for hours on end. It seems, yeah. And uh, yeah, one of them had this lady walking up to a marine in his dress blues in like a Walmart or a Target, some kind of store. Yeah. Um, walks up to him and spits on him, and he punches her square in the face. And she's like, oh, but you're in uniform. You can't do that. And, well, like the lady filming, because the lady who, who spat on him, like, knocked out cold. Yeah. Just yeah. laid out on the floor. And he walks away, but it's, and is like, you're you're in uniform. You can't do that. And he's like, heck you. Like, I just, you just spit on me. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was it was something along those lines. And, you know, and then the other day when we were talking about, uh, again, the other other day, uh, talking about when something something Claire and I or sorry Miss you Miss you, the yeah. Yuka woman uh, bring up all the time too is you know when uh, lost people act lost yeah. you can't be surprised you know but yeah, somehow yeah. still always surprising just how lost people can be you know well I mean things in that sense and this may be a rabbit but in that sense like I'm looking. Something that makes so much sense to me and you, because Christ has saved us, is completely foreign to other people. Yeah. And we forget that sometimes. I do. I do, I, I, I do too, where it's just common sense is not a common virtue. And Yeah. 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 You know that whenever a, from when that. a government person says, uh, common sense gun control. There ain't none. <laughs> there ain't none. I'm going to go on and tell you. <laughs> Man, the 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 founders of the country weren't didn't, weren't thinking of AR-15s. They let a man have a cannon. <laughs> the man wrote them. Look, you know, I'm I, I've got this boat that I travel from this place to that place, and uh, I'm worried about pirates. Is it okay as an American? Can I have can I have a cannons can? on my boat? And they're like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is why we. That's why we said you have the right to bear arms. Mm. Uh, you, yeah. Yeah, but we're not a militia. It says every man's a part of the militia. You know, and it, I, I was watching a uh, a video. I know this is bizarre and I'm going off topic, but I was watching a man um, the other day and he's like, um, countries with the most guns or something. Mm. And of course, America jumps up top. But you notice in these surveys, they're like Sweden, England, um, Spain, you know, it's all Western countries that are mentioning. Maybe some Asian countries. Mm -hmm. You notice they don't ever go to Africa, or <laughs> that's or, a good point. Or the I Middle East. Seen that comparison, yeah. Like, 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 there, nobody went. Uh, Uganda. 
because nobody knows how many guns some dudes have. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows think how many like, guns. Uh, yeah, uh, over there on the Eastern Horn, Iran? Somalia, Iran, any of those, yeah, yeah. like the real, the real Isbadistan kind of countries. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that's, that's a good point. See, when you think like Christ, but I mean to be fair, like, would you want to be the guy who goes over there, knocks on every door, and is like, "Hey, just for the survey, would you mind telling me how many guns you have?" <laughs> this sounds awful, but it's funny to me. I don't know how to speak in clicks and knocks. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a I heard a comedian. He was he was in Africa, and uh. He saw the guy's name tag and like it started off with an exclamation mark and then the guy's name, mm-hmm. which was not an American name. And he's over there going, uh, "How do I pronounce that?" And say it was like uh, uh, Marcus. I will just say Marcus. I don't know. I don't remember what the name was, but it had an exclamation point in front of it. So he's like, "Marcus!" <laughs> and he's like. You do not have to uh, yell my name. <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to say it. He says, my name is Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this dude literally had a... <laughs> Let me get it on his name. Uh, anyways. So, mm. yeah, you, you know, you don't want to be the... But, but, but my point was, is how he was so negative about Americans having guns. Yeah. And I'm going... We have the longest constitution, standing constitution, because of this. I mean, think about what our, I mean, I know it is far from perfect, the government that we have, um, and what we've been able to do with it, but it has inspired, like, as a living, breathing document, it is it's pretty impressive. It is getting there with Joe Biden as president, though. <laughs> it is pretty impressive uh, what the founding fathers and, like, our founding documents have been able to do even outside of our country, you know, inspiring like French revolution as bloody as it was uh, a huge movement Europe, for Western Europe. And- Europe was astonished when George Washington said, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to be uh commander in chief mm-hmm. for all my lifetime. Yeah. And he actually gave it up and, and, and allowed Congress to make the laws and that kind of thing. Europe was astonished mm-hmm. by that. There's, there's writings of people saying, you know, this, uh, George Washington did this, you know, and, and I'm talking about how amazing, it, amazing in the sense of um, not like they were all happy about Like it, unbelievable. But, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm sure there were on both sides of that, you know, at the time, people who were extremely happy about it and other people like, what's wrong with that guy? He's retarded. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's true. Um, but, but going back to that, the reason the Constitution, now we're not Mormons. We don't believe that God inspired the Constitution, right? Like, like, like we're not sitting there going, oh, it's an infallible document. No, it's fallible. That's what we want it right there, right? Man. Like the American flag right next to the cross. They're equal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. They're not. I, I know. I, I'm <laughs> over here just like, oh, brother. Um, I've literally had a thought process of putting a flagpole out there by our sign. And putting the Christian flag over the American flag, and just see what kind of I'd get from it. But I, I don't want to deal with it. I'm curious, but I actually don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I don't. I'm not going to spend church money on a flagpole. <laughs> you want to go put it out in front of somebody else's church with a flagpole? Yeah, I, but I mean, I see all the time churches with with American flags, and the, the American flag mm-hmm. always takes precedent over the Christian flag. 
I don't think I've. Ever I don't think been I've ever seen that on a flagpole, but I have seen it up on like the the altar stage kind of thing. If you you know where Ten City is, what we call Ten City, it's where the uh, Walgreens and uh, Billy's Pork Products and all that is. Is that north of here? It's it's Wallace. So you got you know where Walmart is. <laughs> I Walmart. do know where Walmart is. Okay, so the intersection before you get to Walmart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That okay. that that used to be known as Tin City. Okay. Um there's a there's a church if you were to um head to the John Deere place. Okay. There's a church now we're on talking. the right. Yeah. Um they oh, got a flagpole. Yes. Okay. With the American flag and then the Christian flags under it. I'm going to take a take a note of that next time I drive by there. Yeah. And I, I think I think they try to do it right though, in the sense of they take it down in the weather and that kind of thing. And they I don't think it's up there. I don't think it's flying all the time. I think if it's a nice, pretty day, you'll see it flying. Mm. But uh, anyways, so uh, but in the Constitution, it is written out the way it is because our founding fathers had a understanding that man is inherently evil. Mm-hmm. We're not good. If you leave men to their own devices, they're not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. It turns into soldiers bad. harboring in homes and exactly all the exactly. things they wrote about laws and, to protect against. And so they, they, I mean, even even things like we don't think about with the law in the sense of having the where it says um, uh, that you cannot be convicted if there's a shadow of doubt. That is that's biblical. Biblical, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible says that unless unless a man has multiple witnesses, um, unless you can w- prove without a shadow of a doubt that this man is guilty, we don't take his life, right? Um, um, and the the original Supreme Court used the Bible as its uh, case law, so where now we'll go. Well, look back at this. Uh, we decided back in look at this know, court ruling back in seventeen day. something, yeah, mm-hmm. or eighteen something, um, or even nineteen something. You know, we'll we'll look back at that and we'll say, okay, so we see precedents for it. Da 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 da. They would look at the Bible, and they would say, okay, so the Word of God says this. We're going to uphold that. Um, Common law. I didn't realize this. I was taught common law was just like law that was randomly out there that wasn't written down, but everybody understood. I was like, that sucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like common law would be, you know, if you murder somebody, there you'll have to deal with that. That'll have to be dealt with, right? Stealing. Really just um, what, what we would today go, well, these are common sense laws, you know? That kind of stuff. Laws everybody would agree on type stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I understood it. But it's, that's not what it is. Common law was taking the Ten Commandments and the, the law of God and saying, how do we use this for us? Right? How do we how do we use this? So they would, they would you know, you'd see a man, he would steal uh, a bagel. I don't even know if they had bagels back, back in England back then, but... <laughs> So he stole a beagle, a bagel, a beagle. He stole a beagle. He stole a beagle, beagle. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but he's still something to that nature. The common law would allow the judge to be able to make a discerning 
uh, uh, judgment because there was a difference between him stealing a beagle versus a man, mm-hmm. right? If you kidnap somebody, that is a uh, death penalty. If you rape a lady, that's that's death penalty. Um, you steal a beagle, we're not going to kill you over it, right? Uh, but there will be punishment, and you will have to repay the people. And this is another thing that I like about the common law system is that um, in America, who have you offended in the law system? You offended the state. Mm. So you'll see here, you know, so-and-so versus the state of North Carolina. You know, it's that kind of a thing. In in Or like, yeah, you get, you steal a car. They repo the car. You have to pay the state a fine. Yeah. You don't repay the person who you stole the car from. Exactly. So the victim does, we're, we're, we're more concerned about the state punishing people than we are restoring the victim. Mm-hmm. Where scripture says we must restore the victim. So if you look at Leviticus and, and they're talking about punishments, the punishments are to, you've caused this person to be at a disadvantage now you're going to put them back to where they were plus some, mm-hmm. right? Because you've you, you've caused all kinds of problems. So if, uh, there again, you're a disciple, right, and you're a fisherman, and somebody steals your fishing boat, well, that's caused issues because you've lost days of work, right? Mm-hmm. And so the person who has caused this problem does not just go to, uh, uh, the you know, um, Bass Pro and get your new fishing boat, but yeah, also well, repay yeah, for the paying, work They're not paying Rome for your boat. Mm-hmm. They're paying you back for the boat. Right. So that you can go to Bass Pro Shop and go get you a new boat so that you can fish again for your family. Mm. And you got and, those days at work lost, and that's the, the yeah. bonus. There, I, I yeah. mean, it's... it's and, and, and we were less concerned about punishing people than we were about restoring the victim. Why? It's like almost because loving your brother, sister what? in Christ, you know? Exactly. And and who's responsible for judging in that sense? Who's responsible for doling out punishment? Not the state. Not the state. God. Mm-hmm. And so the job of the, the state was to wield the sword in justice. It, it's just you dive into this stuff, man, and it's so much deeper than thou ought not murder. Mm-hmm. You ought not to be murdered. You know, it goes further <laughs> than that. It, it goes further than that. And and people, people, part of our problem is we don't have the intellectual ability as, as a people to read something like Leviticus and not just go, that's boring. We just don't. Um, I think if people understood how it actually could apply to your life in a sense of quit looking at it as... Quit looking at it as, here's a bunch of rules for other people to follow. But actually go, oh, you know, um, a bull goring someone. Right, the first time, you know, accidents happen. But if this is something that happens repetitively um, and you don't kill that bull, where you, you're responsible for these people's death. Like like if you if you don't handle your animal... Like, you're responsible. You're going to have to deal with that. Um, or, you know, uh, take take offense on the roof rule, right? The rule wasn't you're in trouble if you don't have a fence on the roof. 
the rule was if you didn't have a fence on the roof and somebody fell off your roof because it was like having a deck, right? A really high deck. And, and like the police weren't going to come by, or the people weren't going to, the priests weren't going to come by your place and see if you had a, a rail around your roof. But if your buddy falls off your roof or a child falls off your roof and they go and they say, you know, he doesn't even have, he doesn't have any uh, protection. Now, what does that apply to? We, we talked about roof, but, but we see that clearly. I, in my lifetime, I saw that about pools. Kids, I reckon at that time who were my age, were wandering into an underground pool, falling in and drowning. And the law was like, well, we ought to make a law that says, you know, and, and if you apply that to that same situation, you would say, uh, okay, so no, you shouldn't have a law that says if uh, you... Um, If you don't have a, uh, a fence around your pool, then you're in trouble, right? Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to control those people then. What you can say is, look, it's a common fact that we know these things happen. You should have had a fence around your pool and uh, because you didn't have anything protecting the neighbor's children from coming in and falling into your pool, um, you're, you're being held responsible for this. It's stuff like that that just, if you were to just really not, not think of it as weird old things, because the culture was not today, right? Like, like, like we don't have, we're not hanging out on our roofs. So we're like, well, fence around your roof, that's silly. Ha ha ha. They were so dumb. You know, that's how we think. We, we think we're smarter than everybody when we're really retarded. I was going to say, but we've got more government now, so that's a good thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it, it, even go, going back to that, right? Um, was it was it Prophet Samuel? I think it was. Said uh, when when they were asking for a king, when Israel was asking for a king, he, he's he's over there trying to like, no, God's your king. He said, if you get a king, they're, he's going to charge you more than 10% in taxes. What was he saying? You're going to be paying more to this king than you do God. We definitely pay more than ten percent in taxes. Um, I think I think even in a good place, you're paying thirty percent. Like oh, can you imagine if tithings equaled taxes in this country? We'd be better off. Would yeah. agree. Would yeah. agree. More more tithe, less tax. We'd be better off. That'd be a good campaign slogan. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and so I don't I don't mean to just keep on and on on this, but but it it goes back to our main point of well, I think it's also like thinking. yeah, thinking biblically with a, a this is like a an accepting acceptance of understanding like a level of responsibility and an individual estate and like a, like a household country level all, yeah. at all different levels you could break down responsibility yeah um where that can be biblically rooted, but also. I think uh, also we were talking about just, yeah, ways to look at it and approach things, but also in a day-to-day life of like 2022, rolling into 2023, how you can look at people you're voting for and things like that, where you're looking at a law or a decision that's made at like a Supreme Court level and looking back to a, 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 you know... Wade versus rule, whatever. So so what you're saying is what I'm talking about is more, 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 oh... Uh, I don't want to say utopian, but it's almost like that'd be nice. 
what I'm talking about. If the if the government ran and worked in the way that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. what you're saying is let's let's get more. All right, today, like not not well, what I'm saying, if, like it's it's now. not even what a is, yeah. Like there yeah. there's more to a what if argument here. There's also like ways to look at this and read the Old Testament and look at decisions that are being made today yeah. or tomorrow and how. Um, with everything going on with abortion, uh, uh, things like assisted suicide being something becoming more popular, um, things like uh, legalized marijuana, things like um, just just a bunch of stuff going on, Uh, the the Ukraine Russia stuff with all this going on, (laughs) you know, and 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 you know you don't want to be the guy arguing about seatbelt laws. Right, like, 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 there, there is an argument that can be made. You're probably right, but you know we have all these other things going on, and 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 so with with larger picture things like national things, this is something that's interesting when you look at scripture. There was no like the nation, the na- the nation of Israel was what maybe the size of North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm thinking of like square footage type. Yeah, yeah, not not so much like population wise. Uh, uh-uh. I know it's more right. populated. It's 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 a crowded little place. Yeah, but um, so you know, you're talking about a net. You know, when they, what we look at a state, and and so a lot of our state, you you're from Alaska, right? I mean, there weren't no nations the size of Alaska back then. I mean. <laughs> Like uh, the whole Roman Empire was the size of Alaska. <laughs> there again, population is different, but when you talk about actual size, yeah. Um, uh, then you have uh, so so everything was far more localized. I mean, even even though you had Rome, which was kind of a world government type of a thing, um, it was still far more localized than what it is today. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think like we've been I was going to say, yeah, decentralization was a requirement because you, it would take months to reach a decision just on communication alone. Yeah. Let alone whatever bureaucracy and administration there is at whatever level. And in all honesty, where now it's almost instantaneous. A, a at least the communication. To, yeah. To for him to hold that off, why he did. <laughs> um, and and we see enemies of God use technology against him today um wait are you saying you don't like work emails on christmas <laughs> what i bet you do get some weird stuff being in the military just like oh it's ridiculous that's some, that's an off topic thing but some uh uh oh, what is your position again position like uh yeah. rank you're a full-blown colonel <laughs> <laughs> got jokes today <laughs> No, just a lowly captain. Captain, that's what yeah. it was. I knew it wasn't sergeant. That's what yeah, kept, uh, was going through my head. I'm like, that's not right. It's not sergeant. Um, uh, so, so you've got some private or what? What's between a private? There, sergeant, yeah, like lance corporal or corporal. Lance corporal. Yeah, sergeant. you've got guys yeah. like that or like texting you and getting up with you. You're like, it's Christmas. I don't care if this guy. <laughs> well, thankfully, all of the like texts I got were, you know, Merry Christmas or good news. That was it's, the best. It's the thing work about emails about church. like coordinating things and about operations that are coming on in a couple months. It's like, come on, guys, we couldn't couldn't put this off until Monday. Problem. That's one of my favorite stories um, outside of scripture. Is in World War One. I, um, I 
think it was the French, Americans, and Germans were fighting. And and it came Christmas time. Hmm. And somebody started singing something like a uh, Holy Night, I think is what it was. And and they just start I, I caught myself fading away from the mic. But they're they're they were singing something like Holy Night. And that's one of those songs that even if the words are in different languages, the tune and everything is so well known mm-hmm. that everybody put down their guns. And they're in that that what was that zone called that's like all yeah, the, blah, no, blah, man's land. no man's land. Yeah. They're like in no man's land. And we pictured that to be like massive it wasn't that far apart. No. Right. So that whenever uh Say I don't remember who started it. Say it was the French, but if the French were guys start singing "Silent Night, Holy Night," then the Germans and the Americans are hearing this, and they and it's just a ceasefire. The 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 military didn't call for a ceasefire; they did, mm. and they actually they broke out the wine and the bread and all that kind of stuff, and they actually came together. And uh, it's like a nice touch of humanity amongst something so yeah, ugly. Yeah, yeah, and it was all because of Christ, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I mean. Even though it wasn't like okay, this is directly Christ. It was it was because of Christmas. It was because Christmas meant something to all of them. Mm-hmm. The uh, if it wasn't the actual birth of Jesus Christ, it was the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that meant something to them. To where they actually paused and and there was peace. And that, and that's what the scripture calls says. You know that Christ brings peace. Oh, I'm sorry, I think I no. kicked you. Um, but. And it was just, it's just this beautiful story. I say, yeah, it's a beautiful image thing about all of, uh, you know, the different walks of life between nationalities and all kinds of people getting pulled from all over to go fight in this war in a foreign land, kind of tying all together with Christ. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, but, but my brain's going, okay, you were, you were asking more about or leaning me towards more about everyday things. Um, I'm just saying, like, this isn't like a, a a far off topic. This is something that's very applicable today. And I'm I'm good at thinking of broad implications. Um, so I'm trying to rein it in. Um. So there again, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, hmm. not giving them the bird, <laughs> right? That's a good place to start, yep, right? Yep. Um, what happens is somebody pulls out in front of me, or my, this is my worst, more than pulling out in front of me. We're going down the road. We're going 55, 60 mile an hour. And all of a sudden you slam on brakes and you don't slow down to turn and make a right hand turn. I ain't talking about a left hand turn and there's oncoming, oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a right hand turn. There's nothing preventing you from getting off the road except for you. <laughs> And you t- come to a complete halt and then turn as if there was a stop sign there. Mm-hmm. That drives me to no end. <laughs> All right. That person does not deserve my love. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. But Christ commands us to give them love. Mm. We're not commanded to give people what they deserve. Because what people deserve is hell and damnation. Mm-hmm. You deserve hell and damnation. I deserve hell and damnation. Um, what we are called to do is give them love and grace and mercy because that's what God gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a coworker 
who is um, maybe they're cheating on something, right? They're not they're not doing it right, and they're cheating on that. You have a biblical responsibility to confront them over it. Now, I'm not saying you know if you're not if you're not responsible for them. I'm not saying that like you're gonna go and grab the go raise the flag and do everything you can to get them fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but you are to say, look, man. Um, like I understand, I this is not doing, the way to do it. This, we don't yeah. do this, and 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 I won't be honest with you. I don't have your back in this. So if something, if you get caught or something happens, I'm I'm not vouching for you. I just want you to know that. Like, like, and not because I'm a jerk, but I'm morally obligated to, to, to say, look, the stealing is wrong or this is wrong or that's wrong. And, and I, I can't, I can't back you in this. Uh, if you need help, I'll help you. Like, I want to help you, but I can't, I can't, I can't help you do what's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'll help you do what's right all day long as much as I can, but I can't help you do what's wrong. And, and and there again, I'm not saying you need to go and grab the write up papers and act like you're the supervisor and that kind of a thing, right? Um, um, I'm not even saying that necessarily you need to go and uh, tattle on the person. Hell, maybe maybe you should. I, I you know, there's so many different variety of situations there. Um, down to work culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that would apply, but. You you do need to confront that. And I say, see. Yeah, it's not something to just keep in your pocket and hold over their head for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. until it, it benefits you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also, I think I think important too, and this is something we don't do. Um, you would say, man, I'm not I'm not telling you this because I want you to be in trouble. I, I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to 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 be a jerk to you. But but. As a Christian, I need to do what brings glory to God, and this doesn't bring glory to God. Um, and so I can't, I can't participate in this. I can't participate in this, and I'm not going to lie. Right. So, um, just, just leave me out of this altogether. Um, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that you would uh, rethink about what you're doing. There again, if you want help doing it right, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Um, but. Um, you yeah, know, I know, like that, uh, that kind of confrontation and anxi- uh, like anxiety that comes with it, uh, scares a lot of people, and I think that oh, influences yeah. a huge amount of like, just the way people go about things like that. Yeah. You know, well, and and even even the scared part of it, I, I, I'm a firm believer um, that fearing anything other than God is sin. So, if I'm more afraid of didn't God give us the spirit of fear? Wait. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but what a power, love, and sound judgment. And, that, and that's what's being practiced in that, in this type of environment. Mm-hmm. Sound judgment, right? The Bible, one of the wonderful things about the Bible is the Bible doesn't sit there and go, this is how you do this, A, B, C, on every little thing. He, he, here's, here's what's right. Here's what's wrong. Here's what brings glory to God. And there's a lot of places to where you're going to have to use wisdom to decide what's right. You may decide wrong. 
I got to um, say, I think that'd be a great conversation topic for maybe a separate podcast. We could put a pin in that just about fear. Maybe what like the world says about fear versus what God yeah. says about fear. I don't yeah. know. I think you've talked about that We've before. We've done that before, but yeah. it probably wouldn't hurt nothing to ref- to do another one. Um, um, especially, spe- you know. You it's just put- a big topic. Yeah. It's, it's always on people's And mind. we're always yeah. afraid. Yeah. I, I mean, There's when you always talk something. about depression and anxiety, when you're, like you were saying, uh, you, you you go to have a confrontation, um, you know, there's fear. And and l- listen, when I say it's a sin, you know, people go, well, you can't call sin a, a fear of sin because everybody fears, everybody fears something, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. I, like, I struggle with fear. I say every four years, this country comes up with all kinds of fears. Yeah, yeah. But something, uh, you know, that's, yeah, it's always on people's minds. Yeah, I mean, I mean. For example, if I have to deal with church discipline, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to go to somebody and say, look, man, I'm coming to you as the representative of God. That's that's not, first not of all, if I'm, not, yeah. if I'm not doing it right, then I'm, I'm wrong, right? And I'm not saying that I'm coming down like, as a pastor, my job's not to go, you know, dropping the people's I'm, elbow. I'm the somebody. judge of God. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, but as a pastor, you have a responsibility within the church to say, "Look, we don't allow sinful behavior." No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm and, sorry, I laughed. I'm just trying to imagine you doing that to somebody. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're going. But but and, and at the same time, not only do we not allow sin, we also say. There's forgiveness. So in confronting of the sin, you're not you're not trying to hurt the person. You're not trying to take away anything from the person. The desire is for them to, to grow closer in Christ and to repent of the sin. And I you know, that that's one thing that, that I really try to encourage is we don't want to fall into the ditch of being uh well, God forgives and and forgive, 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 which is true. You should forgive. There's no, you know, forgive people, especially when they sin against you. Forgive them, you know, that kind of thing. What I'm saying is um, do not, do not, uh, uh, if you've got some teenagers in your church and they're, they're having an inappropriate relationship, that's how we'll say it, Um. It doesn't mean that you can say, oh, well, God forgives them. Yeah, as long as you ask for forgiveness, yeah. you'll have it. It's fine. No, you, yeah. say, you have to say, look, this is inappropriate. Your behavior is inappropriate. I'm talking to your parents. I'm talking to you directly as your pastor, but I'm also going to, I've talked to your parents, you know, that kind of thing, and, 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 and we want you to bring glory to God. This doesn't bring glory to God. Um, so, you know, if they're serving as, as teenagers you would have to remove them from that position until everything got straightened out. The goal is not to embarrass them. The goal is not to, to it, it is to say, look, you know, uh, sin is bad. It's bad for you. It's bad for me. It's, it's, it's bad for the church. We don't want it. We don't want people indulging in sin to be, to be uh, flaunting it within the church. That's what was going on in, in Corinth. And at the same time, we don't want to be the people who go, Mm, mm. You know, 30 years ago, she had a kid out of wedlock. 30 years ago. Now, if she's had 
yesterday she had you know had an affair on her husband that's different from 30 years ago she had a kid out of wedlock right there 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 is a uh now she says yeah so what about it that's different than somebody being like yeah yeah um uh you know, I, say, there, yeah, I see where repentance. you're going with this. Yeah, I think I don't think there's a statute of limitations on sin. You know, like it, it's sin, sin, and what's done is yeah. done, and yeah. that's never going to change. But how you approach that, and how you try and you know how you should try and make yourself a little bit more Christ-like, a little bit yeah. better each and every day, indulging in if you, you know, have, even if it's uh, less and less sin or something like that, se- is right. a step in the positive direction. Here's a good example. There again, let's use teenagers. Teenager gets carried away in a immoral relationship, has a kid. We're gonna talk to her, we're gonna we're gonna love her, we're gonna we're gonna try to uh uh see that she's bringing glory to God. What we don't wanna do is uh see her broke down in repentance and then hold it over her head for eternity. Mm-hmm. Because God's not holding it over her head for eternity. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to hold it over her head. We want to say, okay, you've repented. Um, we're, we're, you know, um, uh, you're not going to be able to be. Like that love and support still has to be there, like yeah. what Christ would give. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, that's the. And, and you know, if, if five years later she comes up and wants to join the worship team, you know, we're not going to go. Well, we would, but you have this sin. Oh, that's, yeah, you've you know, got this sin. I don't know. Can't, you know, can't have that. There, yeah. and, and and how awful is it to to be like, well, there's Cindy, your daughter, who was born out of wedlock, and because it's public, there's gossips everywhere, right? And there, there you know, and 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 there's that kind of stuff. But how how awful would it be uh, to to um, just hold this over this lady's head? Uh, and as time goes by. You know, she made a mistake at, or she sinned. Let me rephrase that. She sinned when she was 17, 16, whatever. Um, but the last 20 years, so now she would be 37, you know, um, and you're still, but she, for, for, for 20 years, she's been faithful and coming to church and raising her child. She's been remarried has a wonderful husband who's a member of the church and is active and you know but but there are people there are churches out there who who would who would say you know look because of this you know we're uncomfortable or we think that's sinful and therefore you're a sinner and you know and it's like there's no grace at all and and then you fall into the other ditch of it's all grace we don't care um you know uh uh Yep, just just pray, just pray. God is good, you know. It'll yeah. it'll it'll all work out for the best. You where know? where the church is is hey, how many churches? If you were to look at their Facebook page, <laughs> look look like a day like a daily um, encouragement page <laughs> instead of uh, uh, yeah. uh, here we're pointing you to Christ. You can do all things through Christ. Well, if you were to highlight who they're emphasizing, the you would be highlighted, right? Where where we would highlight Christ and the idea that Christ being highlighted, which means um, you can't, yeah, you can do all things in Christ does not mean jump off of a, a building or you're going to go, you're just going to have a flawless day and then you're going you're gonna to kill it. Um, it means that no matter what comes across your plate that day, 
Christ has given you the ability not to sin and that you are able to handle it in a way that brings him glory. That's what that means. And so um, when we're talking about things like uh, thinking biblically, and, and I know we've we've jumped around because it's such a broad subject with so many. Yeah, just be Christ-like. Yeah. 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 We, we want to say, you know, and, and one more thing before I wrap up. There's not a commandment that says thou ought to be nice. Right? We talked about that earlier with Jesus flipping the tables. People would look at that and go, well, that's not nice because it wasn't. It was incredibly kind. It was kind because he's pointing out their sin. It was unkind because he was he was putting uh, the glory of God above himself and above them those people. He It was incredibly kind, but it wasn't very nice. Um, and, and, and we have to actually dive into the word and find out what the word of God says rather than, um, rather than just think, oh, if we're, we're, if we're nice, if we're nice, uh, smile a lot, don't curse, don't know, you know, there's that old joke, uh, don't, don't smoke, don't chew, don't date girls that do, you know, and, and, and that, and that now you're a Christian. And that's not how it works. That's that's not how it works. And understanding that you're sinful and flawed and I'm sinful and flawed and we're going to mess up and we're going to have issues. And, and but we, we, we come together and we're edifying one another and we're supporting each other. And, and one thing that, that if I can encourage my, my personal church to do better is, um, to say, uh, Yuka, I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling. I've got a coworker that said that, man, and I'm I'm just struggling with it. I, I know I know what the Word of God says, and I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to give it to him. Like I want to give it to him, but but at the same time, I feel justified in my anger, and and so I'm trying to capture my thoughts. And I'm trying. Would you be praying for me? Mm-hmm. Would you be helping me in this? Because because if you have any advice, man, uh, let me know. Because I, I'm a, I'm at my wit's end. I'm at my wit's end. I, I'm I'm this close to snapping at this guy. And uh, because and, and so that we could honestly be loving each other, helping each other, and at the same time not not being the the church that goes, well, just smile, just be nice, you know, uh, actually give solid advice that that is biblical and that that but but there again we're a prideful bunch mm-hmm. uh, i mean just to point out to sit i mean we're a prideful bunch i ain't just talking about our church but church people in general can can be a prideful bunch yeah especially when you take in like a, a mix of farmers and independent people who work for themselves or uh strongly run their own operations like yeah, yeah it's hard to very get that kind of group people. people to ask for help yeah just yeah. inherently and and i'm i'm that guy like like maybe that's why it's such a concern to me because i see it in my own life you know what i mean but i also see it in the people of our life and, that, and that's part of being rural i mm-hmm. think i mean you're, you're gonna have more that's probably less of an issue um like we have a, we have a church that we're friends with that are in jacksonville and they're a bunch of sis. 
I don't know why I said sissies. They're not sissies. Lord have mercy. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. It was quick, too. You just had it ready to go. Yeah. As soon as I came out of my mouth, I'm like, wait, that ain't right. Uh, my brain my brain is searching for the right word, and, and, and just my mouth was... Anyways. So they're, they're more uh, urban. Mm-hmm. They're more... Uh, yeah, they're not sissies. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, th- these are guys who who protest abortion meal stuff and 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 go out there and they're pro. Um, you may see them when you're headed home from the. Well, you probably don't go that way. Drive through Jacksonville, you probably go around the back. But you know, uh, these guys are are. But they'll they'll open right up to one another. Mm-hmm. They'll open right up to one another. And I'm over there going, that ain't us. That ain't us. <laughs> like, 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 and 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 I think part of it is, you know, the, you've got a you've got a an eclectic bunch. Um, uh, very few of them are like come from a farming, very independent background. Um, um and so, but th- and this is something. This is something that I, I want to correct about some of our thought process when it comes to independent, pull yourself up by the bootstrap t- thought process. And you tell me if I'm wrong. One of the biggest differences is we have that mentality of like the rural person. And that's probably more true today than it was back in the day. Because I remember as a young lad, somebody needed a roof on, the whole community pitched in. The whole community pitched out. The ladies cooked a big meal, and or the old men would have a hog on the grill. As right? I say, yeah, that's where like raising the roof comes from. You know, getting a get yeah. together to go put a barn roof on something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we would we would do whatever it was. The whole community would come together. Either the old men or the women would would put something on for lunch, and and. That's what you did on your Saturdays. Now, isn't that kind of ironic? You know, now you think about like a rural community today with all our technology and uh, communication skills and yeah. how interconnected everybody is that we've ironically moved further apart. Yeah. 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 And, and so that has infected the church as well mm-hmm. to the point to where um, we are. Church is just broadcasting messages online. Yeah. 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 I mean. And, and listen, we're guilty of broadcasting online. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to, what we're trying to do is say, hey, you know, uh, if you're in this area, we're not trying, we're not trying to get an international ministry going, right? We're trying to say, hey, if you're in this area and you appreciate um, uh, probably what's a little bit deeper than most churches around here, um, more Christ-centered uh, church, Less, uh, if you're the type of person who can appreciate brass tacks type of um, uh, church, in the sense of um, we're not we're not going to be, we don't do a whole bunch of the 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 things where it's like pleasing the audience type stuff. It's all for Christ. It's all for Christ, and and so. Um, you know, our outreach program is not to grow the church. It's to see people come to know Jesus. Um, and our outreach program is primarily you, right? And 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 
and the individuals in our church. Like we, we, we are not the church who says, just invite them to church and I'll get them saved. Mm-hmm. Right. It is, it is. If, if somebody comes to church with you, I'm assuming there's been some footwork already done. Like you've prepped them that, you know, you, you've, you've been sharing the gospel with them. Um, I'm not going to assume they are saved unless you tell me so, but, but I'm, I'm assuming that there has been work poured into this person. And this is the next step of getting them either to Christ or growing them in their relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and so, uh, even that, I mean, people might disagree with me, but in my mind, I'm going, this, this is what the Bible says, church, how that's supposed to work. Right. And, and how all these things come together. And I know I have chased plenty of rabbits today. I myself am a very good rabbit dog. And uh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, there's a lot of there were a lot of rabbits today. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know though, but it, it it is it's such a broad. I mean, there's so much. Like in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm having to control myself because I can think <laughs> of three more things to be like. Now you also have this, and you also have that, and I don't know. so. Everybody's just gonna have to stay tuned. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Catch them on the next one. Yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully, as uh, we move forward, you'll kind of see more and more what we're talking about. So, well, I tell you what, let's do this number then. It's a good number. <laughs> I forgot that like I'm supposed to be talking now. I'm just sitting here listening to the music. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, you can find us at BigfootRevival.com, Bigfoot Revival at Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. You're not going to find a whole lot on YouTube, but maybe we can get that better. Um, if you are a local member of this area of Eastern North Carolina, Wallace, North Carolina, Willer, North Carolina, Watha, that area, um, come check out our church at it's Redemption Fellowship Church. Uh, you can find us at RFCWiller.com. And uh, if you're interested in what we have to say, you know, come visit us. Uh, also, also, I forgot what I was going to say. Yo, we out. This is.